I've lost count ever since oh, I no. my computer. Um, Time has no meaning anymore anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I, I think we're about, we're probably about 20 just because uh, of math. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the party, uh, the party plus Dopey and Olaf are headed into the unknown. So I do have a question for you guys as far as where you're going. Um, you can head to um, um, the trolls told you that the North Aldrins might know something about the magic of the mountain. Um, but also um, you guys can see what, what's happening. Like you guys can see where the where the storm is coming from, so you guys can head directly to the storm, or you can head to the North Aldrin's first in the Enchanted Forest. It's it's up to you guys of what you want to do. I trust Pobby as much as I want to run right into the danger, right into the fire, if you will. Um, I do trust Pobby too. So yeah, I feel like this is Elsa's home turf, so I'm gonna go with whatever Elsa thinks. What do you think, Dopey? Um, <laughs> Dopey, oh, I need to change his hit points real quick. Um, Dopey smiles and shrugs, and as he shrugs, his hat falls off his head. <laughs> yeah. So cute. Totally. I totally get it, yeah. <laughs> so our options are North Uldra or the... M the mountain where we saw scary stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can, I know this doesn't help our listeners, but you can see my background is the snow castle that Elsa created. Um, <laughs> the storm is coming from like further north of it. Well, if it's on the way, might as well check it out. Well, no, it's like to go to the north, north Old, you have to go northeast. And then the rest of the, and then the big storm is off to the north. I want to see the pretty ice castle that Elsa created. <laughs> Let's go right to the ice castle, right to the big bad guy. <laughs> okay. We're not right in. Straight to Ganon. We're done with the tutorial. <laughs> Have the airship waiting for us. <laughs> okay, so you guys are gonna head to the north. Like instead of going instead of going to the North Aldrin's, you're gonna be going uh, directly to the to the to the big snowstorm. Apparently, yes. Okay, I'm down with that. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a perception check real quick, Elsa. Eighteen. Um, so as you start heading to the north, you do hear that four note, the ah, uh, and you can hear it getting further away as you're kind of traveling towards the uh, the storm. Hey, just kidding, guys. Let's go that way. <clears throat> oh, uh. I'm I'm serious. Something's drawing me that way. 
I'm not trying to railroad you. This is what would happen if your characters, uh, if you have <laughs> Elsa in your party. If Elsa wasn't there, this wouldn't have happened. And this is what my character would do. This is what Elsa would do. It's like, um, so you're taking a detour. What's up? I'm just singing a song. Sorry. <laughs> you're taking a detour to the uh, to the forest. Um, it's a fairly uneventful trip. Um, uh, Olaf recounts some of his uh, favorite stories uh, of Anna and Elsa's previous travels. Ooh, do do tell. Um, at this point, I'm going to insert the audio from Frozen 2, where he just tells <laughs> the whole story of Frozen 1. That is what Ben is hearing you do it, Andrew. <laughs> it's such a great impression, though. You have to admit, that was like a perfect job. <laughs> um, so uh, you guys go, um, and you, uh, you're, you're kind of letting the reindeer kind of guide you because you can smell other reindeer. You know the North Holdrens have large herds of reindeer. Um, can we assume that I've done my ritual so that I can be talking to Sven throughout all of this? It's not Sven. It's a different one. But yes, absolutely. Um, you'll be talking to <laughs> Well, what I, is this reindeer's name? This reindeer's name is Klaus. Wait, what happened to Sven? Sven stayed with Kristoff. Oh, I forgot they were Sven. Okay. Yeah. Klaus? Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> very good. Oh, I like your accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've been working very hard on it. <laughs> so where are we going? We're going to the other reindeers in the north. There's lots of other reindeers around here somewhere, and we're going to find them. Okay. Is that what is that what Elsa's the voice in our head is leading us to? I don't. Uh, does she hear voices? They might be reindeers. I don't know. I just I <laughs> sniff for the reindeers, and we find the reindeers. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Do we know uh, that Elsa's hearing this voice in her head? Oh yeah, has Elsa shared this with the group? <laughs> I mean, I didn't today. I don't remember if I did last time. <laughs> I don't think you did. Oh, well, I was assuming. <laughs> I probably would have with Anna, but... He just jerked the, the we reindeer. We no secrets here. We had a sleepover. He <laughs> <laughs> jerked the reindeer to the right. He just whispered, Find more reindeer. Don't tell anyone else. <laughs> right. I just imagine we were playing truth or dare. I'm like, Elsa, truth. Have you ever heard voices in her head? She's not really good with games. Especially while there are voices in her head. She's a little distracted. Somehow that just won't surprise me. Don't, don't worry, that's just Giselle's go-to question for all truth or dare. If like anybody yeah. like, you ever heard you hear all voices in your head. <laughs> Nobody, oh. nobody invites Giselle over for a second sleepover. Um, at the sleepover, I told Giselle all about my imaginary friends that I had in the tower before Pascal showed up. So. Oh. I'm glad hey, you me. Oh. I brought the tone of the slumber party down. They've all grown up and gone on to wildly successful careers. <laughs> I think Elsa is probably the most quiet of all the four girls that were at that sleepover so yeah <laughs> um we so you're, headed, you're headed for these other reindeers um 
and you do come across a big herd of reindeer um, with a couple of the shepherds, but for reindeer, reindeer herds, I guess. Shepter, shepherds. Um, and you, uh, they, they kind of, they freak out a little bit, point their spears at you, and who are you? Uh, <clears throat> I am Queen Elsa of Arendelle. Arendellians? I don't think I like your kind here. I'm Coronian. I don't know what that means. <laughs> not Arendellian. <laughs> but we're not we're not with her, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. So, you would sell out somebody in your group that fast? Just with, with a single spear? You would be you would just like under the bus? Just like, like that? that. <laughs> Rapunzel didn't mean to throw anybody under the bus. She just wanted it very like out there that she's not Arendellian. Sounds like you were trying and then to throw she's Elsa from Corona. <laughs> we uh, we mean no harm. We're we're just we're coming this direction. Um, we were told to come here by someone that we trust, and we feel drawn in this direction. So, please allow us to pass. Or, you know, there's something up here we need to do. The <laughs> be gone, or uh, whatever we have to do to get rid of you. <laughs> uh, or allow us to pass. The the shepherds kind of look at each other like, all right, we'll take you to, I know you didn't ask this, but we'll take you to our leader. Um, and so they uh, they kind of brandish their spears and get you to go. And you come across uh, an, a woman with gray hair. Uh, her name is Elena. And she um, looks at Elsa and she goes... Are you? Do you have some kind of elemental magic about you? Doesn't even ask your name. That's the first thing she says. Funny that you ask. But yeah, I do. How did? You, how can you tell? How do you know? I can sense it in your blood. There's something about you. You have something inside you. I said your blood. I mean, not not on you. You, you smell. I mean, blood I can't. Blood. I can't smell anything. So. Like, you guys have obviously gotten a good night's rest. You didn't stay up all night having a sleepover and talking and stuff because you guys are no, of course. together. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what, uh, what kind of elemental magic do you have then? Are you a, are you a firebender? Are you, do you, <laughs> do you use fire? Do you use the ice? <laughs> Ice and I kind of whip up some little magic y ice. Are you the reason that this whole thing is frozen? Is this your fault? It's not, but that's one of the reasons we're out here is to find out what happened. And we were hoping perhaps you could help us with that. We're, we're trying to fix it. Was it your fault last time? last time wasn't it all right well lucky for you i also have seen that big snowstorm that's up that's your castle isn't it that's up there we found that uh right at the fridge it's my winter castle not not my summer castle no. okay i mean sure um you know we, how it is <laughs> we raided your fridge um tried on the dresses um let the reindeer graze a little bit out in front. Um, 
but there, there's a big storm up there. That um, That's where the problem's coming from, so why did you come here? C- come here. Can, can I talk to you for a second, alone, just, just, just a minute? Yes, person I haven't met and still haven't gotten your name yet. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, what point My name's you... Elsa. Elsa. Okay, okay, great. Now we can now we can talk. Okay. So like I said, I've been drawn here. I'm hearing something that like I don't want to say I'm hearing voices. And she she kind of leans back a little bit and goes That's it. A little bit. I mean, yes, that. What is that? That is the call of the elemental language. Crunk eavesdropping on this private conversation. <laughs> no, I'm talking with Dopey about this weird book I found that one time. It really didn't. It really didn't. That was, was really my. The only thing I took away from it is that. It, that cosmic horror is something that. I just, it's not my, it's not my jam. I couldn't pronounce anything, but it looked like a ritual. It looked really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just chatting with Dopey. It just happened to sound like I was eavesdropping on this conversation. <laughs> um, she says, yeah, the, uh, the, the magic is calling to you. you. Um, and she goes, can I, can I see your hand for, for just a moment? And takes your hand and then <laughs> takes takes the end of her spear and jabs you right in the center Ow! of the palm. What was? Pull out my frying pan. <laughs> just wait, just a sec. Put your hand down now, and you put your hand down. She puts her hand underneath, and you can see the blood is pooling kind of in your hand, but then it slowly spreads out to each of your fingers. Um, and then at the ends of your fingers, pop off uh, a little kind of red puffs of smoke. Um, the symbols of the elemental magics. Um, Are we like blood sisters now? That was cool. It hurt though. I didn't exchange blood with you. I just got yours. Okay. No, I'm, I, I'm not going to poke my. In fact, I need to wash my spear now before I even. If, I can't stab any animals because then we won't be able to eat them because you might have hepatitis. So we're right. just going to go ahead. Social and, distancing. Yes. Absolutely. So, um, but this is clearly magic you are clearly born of the north old of the north Aldrins. you are part north north Aldrin. i don't think so my parents are the king and queen of arendelle i've never been up here the queen of arendelle you mean the north Aldrin that went north and to marry your father uh no 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 what your <laughs> your father came up here with his grandfather with his father and um there was uh, an attack by um the nature spirits and uh during the fight your father was knocked to the ground and uh your mother rescued his rescued him took him back to arendelle and from from that point forward lived in arendelle and fell in love with your father and married him your your mother is a North Aldrin. You you have this magical blood within you. That sounds like some kind of Disney movie I've never seen before. What are you talking about? My parents you know, have never said that. Yeah, I, know I know there's a lot going on here, but try to stay focused on this one. 
because we're gonna there's a lot of plot points that we're gonna hit try to hit in this you know in this particular one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'll uh, I'll reserve that. We'll, we'll... But uh, but she kind of she she kind of walks you back to the tent, and you can see that they've been weaving tapestries that include images of um, like their chiefs, their chieftains, and all that kind of stuff. And you do see your mother as uh, a daughter of of uh, one of the chieftains. Um, clear as day, your mother is in one of these tapestries. Well, ain't that a twist? They, your your magic. I mean, you already knew that because you froze Arendelle once already. They've never told me this. Why have they never told me this? I don't understand. I mean, they died. <clears throat> that could have been part of it. I'm speechless. So, Elsa, when I was 17 years old, I discovered that I had an 11th toe. An extra toe, just right there on the side of my foot. My parents never told me I had it. They never said anything until I discovered it on my own. So I totally understand. That's... <laughs> he is the same. <laughs> clearly... He is clearly the one among you. I'm double speechless. Clearly, <laughs> the wisest of the screen. Turns out that orcs have six toes on each of their feet instead of five. So being half orc, that's where it came from. But you know, my mom could have told me. Your mother was an orc, and you didn't notice. She never said. I just assumed everybody just spoke in you know low grunts and gurgles. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's an excellent Everybody point. That. That's what I thought. So, Yelena, mm. what what do you suggest? What should we do? We we want to go take care of the darkness up on the mountain, stop all this winter and this ice. It's a big revelation to me that I'm going to have to kind of work through. Um, I, I will say, luckily for you, North Aldrins are nomadic people. Um, drawn to adventure, drawn to moving on with the herds, drawn to going uh, out and into uh, things that are not known, things that are um, not easily recognized. Um, things that are big, scary storms. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're. It's it's part of who you are. Um, and. Had the voice not pulled you towards us, it would have pulled you somewhere else. So, um, if you've been feeling like you've been needing to get away from Arendelle, even though you're the queen, that's why. I don't know if that helps you or worries you that you haven't felt that way. Anyway, because you are North Aldrin, you should have the magic within you powerful enough to go to that storm. However, We've sent many of our own scouts up there to try to investigate what's been happening, and they have not been able to penetrate the wind. We believe that the ice giant Ymir has blessed... Ymir? What's Ymir? <laughs> Close, Ymir. Uh, who is Loki's uncle, I think? Um, uh, but Ymir is the oldest and largest of his kind. Um, and we believe that he has blessed whatever this is with a arctic blast that 
has shoved back all of our scouts. Every time they've tried to get close, they've been shoved backwards. The ice rips their faces and their skin, and the wind blows them backwards, and they can't get anywhere. Um, if you guys had a powerful magical item, I could give it a blessing that would allow you to stop to to stop the winds, and you'd be able to push through. I have a warhammer. What kind of magical item? Uh, one strong enough to contain my blessing. That warhammer is not strong enough. I would shatter it. Oh, what about the lecturer? The what? This. I'm going to show her the necklace. Absolutely. Where did you get this? And she pulls you close in to like. (laughs) Where did you get this? Um, In this really scary house in a forest. (laughs) That adds up. And she, you can see she starts to kind of, she holds it with one hand and kind of does some somatic components with her other hand and is whispering some things and you can actually see the dark the darkness within the gem start to swirl and lighten a bit and you can see that it starts to spin in a cyclone um which um changes the color from like this dark muddy green to a little bit too much lighter green um it's still difficult to see into the gem but it is considerably lighter now Um, She finishes her ritual and says, you should be able to get past the winds now. None of us know what's in there. So, good luck. You want to come? No. You sound very confident. (laughs) I don't know what's in there. If I knew what was in there, I could tell you and I would feel so much more confident. I like to know things, don't you? Let's go find out. Let's do this. Okay. Good luck. Bring me back something French. They wave as you. What's uh, French? You head out. <laughs> um, Fries. They do say they they do send <laughs> some. <my> life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They they send some rangers with you um, to kind of guide you up there, but they're worried that if they get too close, that the blessing won't extend to them. Um, there's some kind of magic about your group that's very powerful that uh, that they can they can uh, they can sense um, so yeah, they they kind of wave goodbye um, good luck storming the castle <laughs> um, as you kind of reach this big this huge uh, storm that is just like this gray mass um, you're couple hundred feet away from it you can already feel the wind blowing it's considerably colder here even though everything's been iced over it's still really cold and you can feel this wind kind of blowing at you as you get closer to it um so what do you guys do i pull my hair out let it fall down and magically change into a like blue bluish purple sorry keep going um just walk right keep keep walking i mean stay close together <clears throat> so you look fabulous. I've got him kind of like in a pseudo headlock as we walk. <laughs> Dopey's tapping your arm like, like I know, buddy. We'll make it. We'll get through together. I lean to Rapunzel and say, "Are you happy that you brought shoes this time?" <laughs> <laughs> 
So happy. Who knew shoes would be so great? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Um, so are you guys approaching the storm? Yep. All right. As you approach, as you get within just a few feet of the storm, you do feel the wind has been kind of blowing at you pretty constantly. You feel it start to suck you towards the storm. And then an enormous blast of icy air just <clears throat> comes flying at you guys. Uh, but the bright, but the, the gem that's on Rapunzel's chest starts to glow and you can see out of the gem comes uh, kind of this um, this silver spirit that blocks the wind and parts it. So you can see the wind particles and everything hit this shield and split off and go to the other sides of you um, as it blows this wintry wind at you. Impressive particle effects. How does that sound again? Just like that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, and so then the wind dies down. Um, it's still kind of blowing in your face like it was before, but that was like, you tell there was some kind of blast of wind that was trying to force you out that um, you were protected. Cool. Kill. Frost giant magic. Kill, kill, kill. Olaf kind of goes running up to the storm and, and pokes it, and it parts a little bit. He goes, Haha, bye guys, and he just runs straight into the into the storm. You can see there is an Olaf shaped hole where he's run in. Um, I follow quickly. Olaf, Olaf, are you still grappling, Dopey? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just assume that the blue tinge to his face is from the cold. <laughs> Keep running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys um, run through, you kind of run through this, um, it's like ice, you can't really see very well, it's fog and ice and mist. Um, you can feel like the wind breaks, like hitting you and all this kind of stuff. And then you can, you feel kind of breaking through this barrier. And um, there's a, an enormous, it's just like this enormous flat plane of ice. Um, just a huge flat plane of ice. Um, and you see standing right in the middle of it. I'm going to share my screen so you see it. Um, oh, this looks like the ice rink at the seventh peak. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do very good with ice skating. You know, weak ankles. Weak ankles. Same thing. <laughs> And it turns out dancing and, and ice skating are have the Pretty same core problem. <laughs> so you guys see an enormous bronze saber-toothed tiger. Um, <laughs> who's, um, you can see jaw drops and his eyes widen and his pupils <laughs> grow like super anime. And he's like. Um, yeah, it's a saber-toothed tiger whose um, leg joint, so it's like it's got a paw in the snow and then up to its first joint, is about five feet. So this thing is towering and massive over you guys. Um, its eyes are glowing bright blue um, as it looks around. Um, and you can hear it. Um, 
you can hear it kind of looking around and you're probably about um let me think here you guys are speed to like 30 right mm-hmm. yeah so you're probably about 90 feet away from this thing um, but you can tell how massive it is and it looks at you and its eyes grow bright blue and it opens its jaw and emits a horrible screech and its eyes immediately turn dark red lights all over the um saber tooth tiger light up bright red around its eyes along these um little divots here and all this kind of stuff and it raises up on its hackles like a cat about to count and i need everybody to roll for initiative it can sit this- welcome to dinner in this picture, am I trying to make the saber-toothed tiger fall in love with me, or That's, what? That was the picture of Giselle that I was okay. like, wow, where did you okay. find Can I just say that, for whatever reason, there are, like, for all the other Disney characters, you can easily find full-body images of them. Giselle, none. So that's, like, actually fan art that somebody drew. It was the closest- is better mind <laughs> I know! It's, like, the closest thing I could get that, like, seriously, Shannon? There were worse things. I mean, for, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but. Oh, rule 34. Where would we be without you? <laughs> I think um, you're mistaking bedroom eyes for like innocent. <laughs> um, what did everybody roll on their, on their initiative? I got a 13. 19 for Kong? 16. Oh, 16. 22, because no? this is the only time I roll well. Also, <laughs> 19. Good gravy. I thought that this guy rolled pretty well. Dopey. Five. Wow. Bad dopey. It's probably a lack of oxygen. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little, little slow. <laughs> it is funny. Giselle always goes first. Alright, so you guys are about 90 feet away from this guy, um, and Giselle, you are up first. Oh, Sorry, I don't have any of my spells, like, actually open, <laughs> which is a problem. <laughs> I know what they are, but I'm trying to find a range on them all. Um, okay, that's too far away. Well, should I do charm person and truly try to charm this saber-toothed tiger into life? Yes. yes. So the picture was right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a portent of things to come. <laughs> that is what I'm best at, is the charm. You're a bard. Uh, question with prestidigitation. <laughs> I can never get it. Prestidigitation. Can I do like. I can light or snuff out a candle or a torch or can I create fire? So no, because that's a different cantrip. Produce flames is a different cantrip. Um, I guess it's not made of ice anyway, though. It's like a bronze. 
Yes, you can feel just emanating off of it. It's just waves of cold. Um, and I'll just like, without a perception check or anything, this is what's causing the winter. Like, oh, it's pretty yeah. obvious that this the, this device easy. is what's yeah, causing. Yeah, way to not hide that. Well, finding it was easy. Now we have to take it down. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that's the thing is when you have something that's the size of two houses put together, it's really easy to find. Um, <laughs> but chopping two houses down is really hard. We have a clip. Uh, We're good. Makes perfect sense. Hey guys, I think this is causing the winter. <laughs> um, can I walk forward enough to use Thunder Wave on it? Um, so Thunder Wave is 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 emanating from yourself. Yeah. Um, so you would have no, because you're 90 feet away. So even if you ran forward with all your movement and then dashed, you would still be 30 feet away. Um, but that would still be your action. So you could take a full movement and then with your bonus action, basically dash up to him and get within 30 feet. And then on the next turn, you'd probably be able to send away. Um, I just feel like my crossbow is not really going to do anything, but can I get, can I get closer so that I can use Thunder Wave next time, but I'll just like move far enough to use that as my movement and then um, use my crossbow. I guess I'll try that because I'm not sure what else to do. What's the range? Let's see. What's the range on crossbows? Uh, you know better than I do. Good old crisscross. <laughs> and make you jump, jump. Every time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Its formal name is actually, I have it written down, Whoosh, Annihilation of Hellish Torment, but it's pretty <laughs> Wow. That was epic. Jeez, y'all. Name generator. Yeah. Crossbow name generator. <laughs> That's a thing. Which is somehow no. a thing. So you can you can use your crossbow within eighty feet. It has a range of eighty feet at, the, at its highest. Okay. Um, so you'd only have to move like ten feet to get within range of your crossbow. But if you want to get within range of Thunderwave on the next turn, you would have to full action. You have to action move, and then or you have to use your movement and then full action dash, and then you'd be within thirty feet, and then you could use another fifteen feet of your movement on the next turn to Thunderwave. But so you can so you can move forward a few feet. And crossbow and kind of work your way up that way or you can full all the way up there and then next turn you thunder wave let me just move and crossbow and see how effective that is first okay, so you're gonna move you're gonna move forward a few feet though right yeah I are, don't you gonna, to are you gonna use all your movement to get closer to it yeah you need to move it. 10 feet to be in range with your crossbow you, but yeah you only have to you, you only have to move 10 feet to get within range but you could use all three of your feet to get closer your crossbow still in range but you'd just be you'd be 20 feet closer i will move all 30 feet okay so you're gonna move all 30 feet and then crossbow okay go ahead and make your attack oh 13. um is that your modifier yeah Okay, uh, it misses. You don't say. <laughs> Any bonus actions you want to do? Um, I'll throw some bardic inspiration. Huge, uh, I'm Giselle to Rapunzel. Oh, thank you. Please. All right. And I say, you know, that thing's as big as a mountain. Thought, thought I'd hit it. That's a little embarrassing. <laughs> 
Um, Elsa, you're up. I am right behind Giselle, running at it. Okay. And uh, for my first, I'm actually going to take. I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at a second level. Um, and it is going to be a, a big, huge ice ball. Does 22 hit it? Um, yes. Okay, so a big second level chromatic orb of ice that can't be resisted. Because you're elemental, that's right. You're, you took that feat. You are correct. All right, go ahead and roll your dice. 18, all right. Is ice bolt, which is fire bolt, and that's I, I hit rolled a twenty four for that, so that's an extra six cold damage. So twenty four total damage. Uh, correct. Okay. Um, My so castle. You, what's that? My castle. So you you lift your hand, and you throw this chromatic orb in it. You can see it hits the Sewerthood Tiger in the face, and you can see, like, the ice kind of go, like, it's, it almost hits this barrier. It, like, like a blue barrier kind of goes vroom, 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 as if it's going to resist the ice. But then your spell just cracks right through it and just bam, right in the face. And then on the, others, on the other chin, boom, comes another hit from your, uh, from your ray of, or not ray of frost. One of those, take one of these. Ice bolt. <laughs> your ice bolt. Um, and you can see this, like, it had this, like, energy that was supposed to, was trying to resist the cold, and it just shatters, and you just... That's right. Take that. It, it does not look phased, but, like, you did kind of knock it around, and it was... As much as a, con- a machine can look confused, it does. It's my territory. All right. Um, <laughs> Where that came from? Next round. It is... <laughs> it is now, uh, the Beast's turn. And you see it kind of stand up, and you see two cannons come up out of its shoulders, and you hear and a huge cone of icicles comes flying out out towards everybody, and I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. And if you down me with ice again. Me too. Oh. <laughs> Rapunzel, what was that? 22. Okay. Seven. Natural one. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so good, I got that. I'm a 13. Okay. Those were not great rolls. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Anybody who did not pass a 16, um, so that's every... Oh, I gotta do dopeys. Dopey did not. Everybody who did not pass a 16 takes eight points of cold damage. Um, Everybody else takes half of that. And if you failed, you get pushed back 15 feet. Well, that wasn't the worst it could have been. Could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. I mean, I don't want to take too many more of those, but yeah. How are you looking, Elsa? 
I'm beautiful in a blue dress. <laughs> I mean, well, health point wise. <laughs> oh, that yeah. I mean, I'm eight points down. I'm fine. Okay. All right. Crunk, uh, you're up. Oh boy. Okay. Well. So. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't knock back 15 feet. Five feet. That was that's my bad. I, that was five feet. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and move forward 30 feet, and then I pull out my javelin of lightning. Okay. And then I need to, I think, just say it's, it's. Oh shoot! What did it? What was it? What was its activation word? I believe it was squeaking squeaker. That's right. It was just squeaking. Oh, was it just squeaking? Squeaking. That's right. So I, as I as I yell in a booming voice in this cavernous area, kind of like I have the power, but squeak, squeaker, squeak it, and then I hurl the javelin. Okay. Which is a DC thirteen deck saving spell. Oop! I threw my D twenty far away. Ah. Yeah, we didn't pass that. Yeah. So it then does uh, 46 lightning damage. Um, Too bad I can't do that again. (laughs) Nine. What? (laughs) Twelve. Twelve? Yeah. Okay. Um, he did not like that. Like, oh, there's also a hit. Don't you have to roll for the javelin damage as well? Or how, what's your range on throwing it? On a javelin? Yeah. That's a good question. I actually don't know. Um, I think it says it on your, on your card. It's not 90 feet. It's pretty short. Yeah, um... Yeah, and I and we were at ninety feet. I think it's thirty. I think it's thirty forty-five, Andrew. I've actually got the handbook right here. I thought it was on the spell, or I thought it was on the card, though. Hang on. Um, yeah, forty five. Forty five sounds about right. Or thirty feet, one hundred twenty with disadvantage. So you can roll a disadvantage to see if it hits. Okay. Well, I'll I'll try. I mean, I have other javelins I can throw. Well, it's just that I think when you use the javelin, you have to throw it and then use yeah, the... Yeah, I throw the regular javelin, and then it also shoots a bolt in my yeah. direction. Okay, well, rolling at disadvantage. Oh, man! At 20 on the second roll. No. Oh. Uh, plus 5 to hit is 18. Um, so that uh, just misses. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, so your javelin, your javelin of lightning is now because it was so close. It's like in the ground next to one of his paws. Ah, I think. Dang. All right. Um. All right. Uh, any? You don't have any bonus actions or anything, right? Uh, then, no. I mean, like, if I were raging, I could do stuff. But I'm not yet. All right, uh, Rapunzel, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and take my full movement towards this creature. Okay. Um. So I can clearly see that this is a mech, right? 
Yes. Cool. I'm getting flashbacks to the automatons we fought last night. Okay. Um, so can I do a perception or like investigation or insight check or something? Yes, let me just... Can it be perception? Can you write it down? Yeah, um, I did write it down. Um, yeah, it's a perception check. Go ahead. Okay, and um, we are in the wilderness, right? Yes. Cool. I'm gonna use my hunter's favored ring to get an extra plus one on perception. Okay, so that's a one. So I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. Well, that's a fourteen. Yeah, it's a big, scary mech. Um, it's made out of bronze. Powerful ice energy coming off it. Um, mm -hmm. What's interesting, you notice, is that even though there's a bunch of um, ice energy emanating off of this, it has to be powered by something. And so if you were to try to use, say, a fire spell, um, it might be resistant to that um, hmm. because it's being powered like a big steam mech that's putting out a bunch of ice and cold. You know that it was trying to it was trying to be immune to Elsa's um, ice powers, but due to the feat that Elsa's taken, um, can't do that. Um, hmm. But uh, it's also resistant to fire. It's not immune, but it is resistant. What about radiant damage? Radiant damage is not fire damage. Uh, all right, so I've moved forward my 30 feet. I'm going to go ahead and cast Sacred Flame, which is a cantrip. Uh, so the target must succeed on a dex saving throw. What's the range on radiant? On, on Sacred Flame? 60 feet. Oh, you're not in range. You got knocked back five feet. No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. I passed. I passed my check. You said if no, we I didn't. did. You did. Ah, I hate <laughs> it when your movement stuff gets. I think I'm so clever. All right, fine. Um, yeah, fine. What is the saving throw? X. He fails. Yes. Okay, so he's gonna take one d8 radiant damage. So that's going to be five. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon and attack it. Also a range of 60 feet on that, so you know. Um, okay, so I'm going to make a ranged weapon. Yeah, ranged spell attack. What kind of uh, damage is this doing? Wait, hang on, let me check. I think it's just melee Force. damage. Yeah. Force damage? Okay. Yeah, so I can make a melee spell attack on a hit target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So, ah, oh, I dropped it. You fall down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, does a, a dirty 20 hit? Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So that's going to be 10 points of damage. Alright. Um, Dopey's turn. Dopey. Uh, what's his movement like? Dopey gets 35 feet of movement. So he's actually just going to fold... Um, 
do what you can do with these levels. Okay, he's going to use a key point to use Step of the Wind. And he's going to use his movement turn up there and then use dash as a bonus action and get within um, 20 feet of the creature. He's so fast. And he's going to throw a dart at it. And miss. All right. Back to the top of the order with Giselle. Hey. Um, so now I'm within 75 feet. So you are, you moved up 30 feet and then got pushed back five. So yeah, you're um, within um, 65. So can I just use. I, I would still have to, in order to use Thunderwave, would have to move and then dash. I'll just do that. Okay. Woo. Um, then any bonus actions you want to take? Yeah, I'm good. So, so you're now within five feet of uh, the monster. The big beast. Elsa. So, Elsa tries another chromatic orb, okay. um, just first level, yeah. and she rolls a 13 to hit, which I assume misses. So she decides to kind of run around the beast, just to avoid any other direct line attacks. Okay. And like, uh, we call that flank. So, like, like, kind of a diagonal, so you wind up... Like, 15 feet closer, but also, like, off to the side? Yeah, sure. I don't even have to get closer. I just want to get around. Sure. We'll call it 15. You, you you move 15 feet closer, and then you're also moving 15 feet up. So. All right, any bonus actions? Okay. All right, it is now... Big old monster's turn. And um, you see um, Giselle and Dopey can see really clearly. Um, there's a, there's a little, a, a little like trap door swings open on the bottom of the, of the tiger. And like a little elevator comes down. And the doors open and four um, ice methods come out. Uh, they're little ice demons. Um, they look like they look like this. Oh, the big old noses. Yep. And there are now four of those uh, in the fight. And two of them go towards Dopey and two of them go towards Giselle. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So 
So the methods won't get to act on this turn. They'll act after the tiger on the next turn. Um, but yeah, there's two of them in there. <laughs> and they, they kind of sneak out and they head towards the two of you guys. Um, all right. So, Kronk, you're up. Okay, so I ran up. I was 65 feet, I think, away. Mm-hmm. In the last turn, crap. Well, uh, well maybe I should, well, I, let's see. Well, I'm going to run another, I'm going to move another 30 feet then. Okay. To get closer in range. But I, I still have some ranged attacks because I've got a bandolier of exploding spinach buffs. Yes, you do. So I'm going to go ahead and fling one of those. Okay. Is it dexterity saving throw? Um, I think so. You know what? Why don't I just find that? I know I have that card still. Yeah, I've got that card up here. Let me... Cronk's oh, uh, sheet. Nope. Um... Within 60 feet, you're within 60 feet, you're at 35 feet at this point, and then DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's not the roll to hit. Um, no, you just throw it because it's 60 feet, you're just lobbing it, and whoever's uh, within that five feet has to take. Um, so, are you throwing it so where the Mephits would also have to make those saving throws? I don't know how close they are. How close are they like at the feet of the. So, since Giselle is within five feet, you could hit the two that are next to Giselle because it would be five feet between the Mephits and also the Beast. You could throw it, like, right into there. Oh, okay, then that's right. And four. Okay. The... With this place, just spinach pop. So, the Beast fails a save, and the Mephits also fail their save. So, go ahead and roll your damage. Sweet. Um, and then it was... 1d4? No. 1d4 plus 2. 1d4 plus 2. All right, well. Right. No, 1d6 plus 2. 1d6 plus 2. Uh, 7 damage. 7 damage. Oh, I'm thinking of it, Kronk. Did you make any um, spinach puffs this morning? Uh, good question. Uh, I thought I did. I think that's like my morning thing. Yeah, so go ahead and roll for prepared your stuff. You haven't handed them out, but I'll let you use your bonus action. Yeah, y'all have, have HP pops. I, I, I always have my bandolier. Mm-hmm. And you view, I assume you filled your bandolier with your HP yeah, pops. Yeah, with, uh, with, I think it was six. Okay, so you can use a bonus action to distribute one of those to somebody if you want. Um, oi! Uh, Giselle and I lob a HP puff at you. Catch! Yeah! <laughs> we got it. Thank you! <laughs> Pitch and catch out there, Pat. Alright, um, <laughs> so that is Kronk's turn, Rapunzel. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and move forward another 30 feet. And I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Um, yeah. Yep, that is a d12, not a d20. Okay. 
Does a 14 hit? Nope. Okay. Well, then with my bonus action, I'm just going to attack again with my spiritual weapon. Okay. And that would be a 21. That hits. Cool. So, he's going to take another... Yeah, another 10 damage. Um, it finally looks like you've done some damage to him. Sweet. Oh, can I make another perception check now that I'm a little bit closer? Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, well that's not good. That is a 10. You see Laven less than you did last time. I mean, could be Um, alright. Now it is Dopey. Um, Dopey is going to take a swing at these ice monsters that are in front of him. First one's in that one. He's going to hit the second one. You can see he kind of like, on the first on the first hit, he like misses so badly that he kind of, he's starting to like flip over. But then he comes down with, uh, with like his foot onto the head of another one. Uh, and smacks him down for uh, five points of damage. Okay. All right, uh, Giselle. Hey. Um, I was cutting out before. The spinach puff is just plus HP. It's, it's temporary. It's temporary hit points. Yeah, that's fine. Plus. How many hit points does it restore? Well, um, oh yeah, because I didn't actually check how much it did today. They, they give you an extra five HP. Okay. Ooh. So you get five temporary hit points. Um, and then you can use your bonus action to eat. So you've got those five temporary hit points. I am a lady, Andrew. I would not sound like that <laughs> as I'm eating the spinach off. Thank you. Pinkies up. <laughs> I'm just saying it wouldn't be a <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm going to get, cl- how close am I to it? So you are within, um, so you're within five feet, but there's also those two ice methods that have come to fight you as well. Um, how close is everyone else to me, my comrades here? Um... So Dopey is on the other side of the monster from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, he's, you could do Thunder Wave and not hit anyone. Okay. Great, well, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right, so is it, is it deck saving throws? Like last time. It's deck saving throws, right? It's constitution saving throw, throw, and do I need to roll anything? Um, I don't think so, because it's just, if it's a saving throw, then it should be coming from you. Let me just look it up real quick. And I go whoosh! And everything within a 15-foot cube must make a constitution saving throw. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, that's bad news for you for the big monster. He has excellent constitution. Yeah. Um, what's your spell save, DC? Um, 
Sure, let's say no. Where do I find this? Um, so it's eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your spellcasting modifier. So your proficiency bonus is plus three now because we or no, you're still you're still level four. You haven't leveled up yet. So that's two. And yeah, then what's your charisma modifier? Three? Plus three. So it's thirteen is your spell save. Great. Yeah, um the big guy passes. He's still gonna take some damage, but yeah. He, he passes well. And then the ice methods um do not. So go ahead and roll your damage, 2d8. That's a nine. Can I roll them separately for different things? No. <sighs> um, and that stinks. <laughs> this is thunder damage, right? Yes. Damage. Okay. Yep. So eight. So you said it was eight? Nine. A nine. Okay. Yep. You give me that extra point. Um, and then the two that failed also get pu pushed 10 feet away. Right. So, um, they are now down to mm -hmm. 70 hit points. And they go... <laughs> yeah. All right. And you've used your bonus action to eat your spinach puff. Um, oh. Anything else you want to do on your turn? No. Elsa wants to be inspired, but it's going to have to wait. <laughs> um, quick question. No. So the mech, is the mech now 10 feet further from me? No, the mech passed the saving throw, so he doesn't go. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, all right, so we are to Elsa. Elsa starts to go ball of ice again. Okay. Hit. That hits. <clears throat> Rolled my dice and then I used my sorcerer in the power unit. Oh, okay. Some damage dice. So I get a big fat 20. Yeah. Oh, snap. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I look to Giselle and say, Inspire me. And then I <laughs> look to Kronk and say, and feed me. This is making me hungry. And then I'm, I'm done. I go. Gotcha, Kevin. <laughs> finger All right, guns. It is now... <laughs> Elsa doing the finger guns. <laughs> Alright, it is now the beast's turn. Everybody but Elsa needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Boo! I got a six. Thirteen. Thirteen? Thirteen. Giselle? Fifteen. Yeah, you guys were going to take the full damage and get pushed back. <laughs> the full damage is... I should have made this way more punishing. Uh, Thirteen. What? Oh. Good thing for that spinach puff. How's everybody looking? Nope, at half. Okay. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Mm. No complaints? I'm mean, 18. I'm at half life. Half life? 
Yeah. There's three of you. <gasps> How's the mech looking? I'm pretty beat up. How are the methods looking? Um, the two that Giselle is fighting um, are looking really beat up. Um, one of the ones that Dopey's fighting looks more beat up than the other one. Cool. Alright, um, and now it is actually the Mephit's turn. They are going to... Um, they're gonna... Two of them are gonna slash at Giselle. What's your armor class, Giselle? It is sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Don't seem so surprised. <laughs> so one of them is gonna, one of them is going to hit you for. Come on, come here, dice. One's gonna hit you for five points of slashing damage. And then three points of cold damage. Great. What are you at now? Oh, you think I can add fast and I can't. Um, eight. Uh, these kind of guys go... <laughs> and scratch you and are giggling the whole time. They are having the time of their lives. Um, I don't like these guys. And then I don't find this very funny. <laughs> the other two are going to swing at Dopey. Miss the first one. Miss the second one. Um, okay, so how far am I from Giselle right now? From Giselle? Mm-hmm. So by my calculation, I got pushed back from the mech, so I should be 35 feet away from the mech. You're within 30 feet. You can get to her with, with your regular movement. I'm within 30 feet of the mech or of Giselle? Yes. Both. Okay. But you can you can wait on me and attack the thing. <laughs> okay. She can do. Both. Are you sure? Yeah, I feel like we can get this done before I am down. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, worst case scenario, I can heal you and get you back. So. Okay. I am going to go ahead and move the full my full movement and get within touching distance of the mech. Yep. Going to lay my hand on it. I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds. So I'm going to make a melee spell attack. Nat 20. <laughs> Nat 20 and it's 3d10 necrotic damage. <laughs> Yay! See, that's so much better now! <laughs> Instead of using it to save me! <laughs> Andrew's so upset. He's so <laughs> upset. That's 46 points of damage. <laughs> I'm a little beat up, but I am like astounded. <laughs> Didn't I mention something about having a cleric? We're good. We're good. <laughs> Our DM has given up. <laughs> and here I was, thinking that making a giant mech was going to be a problem. Do we have an extra player with us now? <laughs> Hi, buddy. Are you supposed to be asleep? 
He's supposed to be asleep. But he just woke up. Well, Levi can be part of the good news. Cleric just crit hit on on inflict wounds. You can wound metal. Necrotically. Oh, oh, it's necrotic damage. <laughs> He's pulling out the book. Ah, okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, he took a picture of it. <laughs> okay. Well, I was upset. But it does have resistance to necrotic damage. So, not all that damage hit it. Wait. No. Okay, well, 23 points of damage then. Dang. Wait, instead of 46? <laughs> Yeah, it was, cool. I was upset, and then you mentioned it was necrotic damage, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, if I crit myself, I don't randomly get necrotic damage on my Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, for real. Or if you get, like, fire damage or cold damage or something, it's just not even going to help. All right, fine. He's not dead. All the wind is out of my sails. Great. Okay. <laughs> But now we know we're within 23 hit points of him being dead. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Yeah, I want to attack with my spiritual weapon. Okay. So that would be another 11 points of damage. Wait, what would you roll to hit? No, I don't roll to hit. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, that's that's a 21. Well, I'm a cleric. I'm just going to hit no matter what. I'm going to quit. Well, it's a 21. 11 points of damage, so... Cleric, and, like, I was also the tank. Wait, what? In our last campaign, where I was the pirate cleric and also the tank. Yep. That's true, yeah. I'm never going to let clerics play Next again. campaign, all clerics, guys. We'll just all be all clerics. clerics. <laughs> I, if you do that, I will put three dragons in the first encounter. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just eat you. And it'll be like the shortest, thing, shortest campaign ever. Can I say that I have a rapier called Dragon Slayer, though? <laughs> In this one, yeah. Right. Well, we had you hold your turn, so you, you're you're up next. Liz? You are, Kronk. Oh, okay. So let's see. Last time I just I moved up and threw the spinach puff. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, so if you gonna... if you want to use your full movement, you can get within melee range. Rushing distance, which is I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Now comes the warhammer, and down it comes upon the sorry robot. Okay. Uh, what was it? What does it? It doesn't matter. I don't think. What's his plus? What was my plus to hit with it? Plus six. Yeah, fourteen. That misses. It's the snow next to his paw. All right. Which um, makes me very ragey. <laughs> you haven't even gone into a rage yet. Yeah, so I think, I guess with my bonus action. <laughs> well, okay. Very. Um, okay, sure, yeah. Um, Dopey's going to take swings at the Mephithranum. Missed that one. 
Miss that one, he's gonna burn a key point to do a flurry of blows and hit that one. And hit, okay, so yeah, he is gonna hit those guys. Four, um, seven. So he hits them for seven points of hit, um, hit points of damage. You can see ice kind of off of them as they get hit and they, <laughs> they're just, uh, they like the punishment too. Um, oh. They're just excited to be here. The pain. All right, Giselle. Um, both of those things are still alive. Yes. Um, I will use my rapier to attack the closest one. Yeah. Good. That would be an eighteen. I'll hit. Nine points of damage. Uh, so the one that was closest to you goes. <laughs> And bursts into a huge icy explosion, and you must make Wipe a. Wipe that smile off your face. You need to make a dexterity saving throw. Ugh, but why? Twinkle toes. That would be a 17. Okay, um, you will take one point of uh, da- uh, slashing damage. What are you down to now? Seven. Um, is there any chance of me like backing away since I didn't use a movement yet? You can, but if you get with, if you get out of ten feet of range of the, um, of the. Oh wait, you, ran, you had to run up. You ran up to go fight those methods. So if you leave the threatened area of the second one, we'll get an attack of opportunity. It will get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. I'll just stay then. Um, Elsa, you feeling inspired? Woo! There's some bardic inspiration. I guess I don't know how that works. I act like you throw it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're actually supposed to, like, either give me inspiring words or sing a song or do something bardic. Finger guns. Absolutely. Finger guns. Yeah, that'll work. All right, Elsa. (laughs) I can then, come up with songs for these and be more <laughs> but it's late. <laughs> um, Shannon, do you know what your um, Bardic Inspiration dice is? It is you know, a six, the, the D6. Yeah, okay, cool. D6. Shannon, for your Bardic Inspiration, you should you should just send Pip to whoever you're inspiring, and he can run up and like whisper nice little compliments in their ears. Oh, Andrew, let's do that. Because then you have to come up with something and I don't have to. <laughs> That's a good idea. Talk to your DM about it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Has anybody hit the mech since the necrotic damage? I mean, I hit it with lightning damage the first time. It did 12. But like since. But you hit it with spiritual weapon. Oh, I hit it with spiritual weapon. That's right. Okay, cool. Punk. All right, so Elsa, what are you going to do? So Elsa tosses another uh, chromatic orb oh, that way. Do you have Grimey. Oh, I have seven, so I'm still good. good I'm a one-hit. Chromatic orbs. One-hit pony, though, right, so. Throw your, throw your dumb orb with a dumb beast. Is dumb. Um, I rolled 12, but with my Bardic Inspiration, I rolled a max six, so 18 to hit. 
Uh, does not hit. Okay, well, that's my turn. Any bonus actions, movement, anything like that? Uh, movement, I'm just going to move like five more feet away, still kind of laterally around it. Oops. That part of inspiration, I'm sorry. Um, all right. Um, it is now the beast's turn, and you see it's gonna. Now that all of you guys are within five feet of it, almost enough, right? Close. Go for Elsa. Elsa's not. It's gonna no. lift its one of its paws and stomp. <laughs> and you guys need to make a deck saving throw. Come on. Can't it just be Constitution and or Strength? Sorry. I'm the one who's on the brink of death here. (laughs) 16 for me. Giselle? Uh, 19. You gotta be kidding me. Seriously, you guys? Wow, Dobie. Dobie's gonna die. No! Um, Alright, so... So, Giselle, you had a 19. Yeah. And Kronk had an 18. Yeah. Um, Rapunzel, you take nine points of, uh, bludgeoning damage. And you are knocked five feet back. Okay. What are you at, Rapunzel? I'm at 13. Um, and then... Kronk and Elsa, you guys take four points of bludgeoning damage. Do you mean Kronk and Giselle? Yeah, Kronk and Giselle, sorry. Kronk and Giselle take four points of bludgeoning damage and you fall prone. Um, um, Kronk's is half to two because you, you went into a rage. So Giselle's down to what, like three hit points? Cool. And now it's the Mephit's turns. The one in front of Giselle is going to take a slash. Of course it is. Miss. Ah. Oh, I forgot to do Dopey's damage. He got a nat one on his deck save. That's Someone's fair. Being a monk. Dopey. All right, and then the two ice methods are going to swing at him and hit the first one, um, and hit the second one. And they're gonna hit four, five, um, six, eight points of damage. Dopey is at three hit points. <laughs> uh, all right, Kronk. All right, well, I use it's half my movement to get up, right? Mm-hmm. Was I also knocked back five feet? No. All right, so I'm still right there. Well, I'm gonna get up and be like, "Oi, uh, uh-uh. smack it." Okay. Smack it with your heart. Oh, Levi, don't move. Just go back to sleep. With the light of the I see it is plus six to hit 23. That'll do it. Oh, okay. So 
now I deal 1d plus 4 bludgeoning damage. I need 8 damage done. <laughs> Clunk. Clang. Um, What's up? Anything else you want to do? Any bonus actions? I don't think I okay. have any. You want to check a... Oh, well, yeah, that, that'll do. I'll, ha- I'll have another um, spinach puff at uh, Giselle. Giselle? Thank you. I get you another how many temp hit points? Uh, five. Five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I rolled how much they give at the beginning, so it's five. Mm-hmm. All right, Rapunzel. Okay, so now that I am really close to the mech, I want to try my perception roll again. Good. So that's going to be a twenty-one. Okay. Um, you see. Um. On this mech, very similar to the automatons that, you've, that came and fought you at Elsa's uh, courtyard, there is a big red button on the inside of the elbow joint uh, on the saber-toothed tiger. But you also notice um, they're on all four legs. Okay. Cool. You further notice that this um, mech is on its last legs. Like... A strong wind might be able to knock it down. Cool. So, pick me, pick me. I can blow strong winds. <laughs> I am going to take my Coronian Radiant cookware, my frying pan, and I'm going to hit that back Here. with it. Okay. Hey, bada, bada, bada. Okay, so I rolled <laughs> one, and I'm going to re roll it. Okay, so that's going to be a 21 to hit. Yep. Okay, I'm going to roll my d4, and it's d4 plus 3, 7. <laughs> where's, the, where's, where's, where's the frying pan? Oh, I don't have it. The sound effect. Fine. Fine. Um you strike this beast where do you strike it i mean why not i'll i'll aim for that red button i just saw so you hit it and the whole thing kind of starts to shake a little bit and you hear steam hissing from all the joints washers and nuts are flying off of this thing um you can see the methods kind of turn back to look at the monster, and they and um, the three that are left each get hit by a different nut, and they burst into ice. Um, <laughs> dopey. Um, dopey is down from the explosion of ice. Oh, dopey, I'm so sorry. For the record, oh. I'm ducking. <laughs> I just. Into this snow to avoid the shrapnel. <laughs> That's right, you're prone, aren't you? You need to get up. Or I guess you do. 
Um, oh no, yeah. you didn't get up. You didn't have a chance to. So that actually, you actually have disadvantage on the on that. Um, so go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. I have to do one. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> a six. Um, yeah, you are going to take... I am dead. <laughs> a five points of four damage. Oh, no, I'm not dead. Oh, sorry, ten points, because there were two methods. Really? Oh. The mech is down. Yes, the mech is no. down. And, and the methods are down. Into everything, methods are destroyed. Um... And the, the mech collapses in on itself. The head falls off in one big chunk, and the eyes turn from red to blue when you hear. Oh. And then the eyes fade away into black um, as the the snow that it falls into starts to hiss and steam. Um, and everything else around you, like you can see the snow immediately. It's like 50 degrees cooler or warmer. It's like almost uncomfortable in your winter clothes now. Um, not quite, because it's still like in the highlands and stuff. Um, but like immediately starts to get a lot warmer. Can I immediately, because um, I assume we're out of initiative order, mm-hmm. can I go ahead and cast Rapunzel's Cocoon of Safety on, um, so I'm going to grab Giselle and Dopey <clears throat> and pull them into my Cocoon of Safety. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm going to do that for a couple rounds. I'll go ahead and do 3d8. 3d8? And 2d8 for yourself. Okay. Three and 13 um, for Dopey and Giselle. And then two for me. You rolled two ones? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go check out that. Uh, Wait, oh no! Plus my wisdom modifier. Sorry. So actually, Dopey and Giselle should get 22 hit points back, oh, and then okay. I get eight. That easily? <laughs> yep. Great. Normally, normally it would be rounds of combat and all that kind of stuff, but since it's not in combat, she's casting that spell and doing a lot of healing. Um, so you wanted to check out the mech, Elsa? What are you looking for? Um, a made-in stamp. I'm looking for... <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Any um, secrets? Secret secrets. Ten. I pick up a piece of uh, the shrapnel. Squint at it. Uh, With a six to investigate. Um, Okay. Yeah. um, You find um, on next to the red button, it says DEI, just like uh, just like the automatons before you. Um, anything else? But nothing that leads them or that indicates that this was 
part of a plot by who's my little enemy down there? Oh, Weselton. The Duke um, of Weaseltown. If the other two want to make investigation checks to help you out with that, that would be fine. The other two being you and Giselle. Okay. Don't be shakes his head. He's like. Andrew, am I rolling investigation, perception? What am I doing? Investigation. Investigation. Okay. Well, that is going to be a 15. Giselle? I got a four. I'm almost died. <laughs> I almost died. You have to give me a break on this one. Well, you're not going um, now. I'm feeling a little woozy. I got knocked out. On a 15, there's a there's a piece of scrap brawn or brass um, that had the red button on it that says DEI, and then on the back side of the brass, it says um, um, Nostra Signora. Uh, I remember that. What is it? In Spanish, it means Our Lady. Italian. But, yeah. Oh, Italian. Same thing. Yeah. Um, but that was the name of the boat that. Um, Frollo? Judge Frollo came in on, or his so country? It's actually, it's, it's the city he's from. City. Um, so, um, and then on, um, Kronk, what did you roll? You rolled as, uh, what on investigation? I rolled a seven. I had a ten. Yeah, a ten. Oh, so you can see there are giant footprints that kind of, of the mechs that lead kind of further up, but you can see that it came from, there's a, there's a bay that leads out to the ocean. There's like some inlet, there's an inlet that comes into a bay. Um, the footprints come from the bay. Should we go check out the bay? Yep. Yeah. yep. So you guys walk down to the bay. Um, roll investigate checks again. Yeah. Andrew. Nah. All right. You tell me that you got a that 20. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> um, I did. Sorry. James, can I come stay with you for a few nights? Is that <laughs> one? I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> um, um, so yeah what uh, you can tell with your godlike omnipotence um, is that there was uh, a group of boats that rode this giant mech here unloaded it in the bay let it walk up a little bit and then they took the box and everything back, put them on the boats, and rode out of this uh, fjord, and then went back to whichever boat was waiting out in the deeper waters. Um, so this is not a magical creature that just appeared. This wasn't a natural occurrence. Uh, somebody put this here. Um, do we have any sense of, like, are they still close by? No, this was, this was a, several weeks ago, because Arendelle's been frozen for some time. Um, and they would have taken some time to like unpack this machine and all that kind of stuff. So they're long gone. Um, but um, I'm I'm 100% betting it is uh, 
is it Judge Frollo? Frollo? Judge Frollo. After yeah. I rejected him, he dropped off this mechanism close by to just make things bad for here. So Frollo. And is Frollo part of the Alliance for the Greater Good, do we think? He was trying to yeah. um, get me to join. He is an avowed member. And you guys do know that Nostra Signora is kind of the unofficial capital of the Alliance. Um, that's where the, it's strong, the strongest influence of the Alliance is. And that's it. Cool. So it sounds like they're trying to do to Arendelle what they already did to Andalasia. Yep. I also want to apologize that, that I know that Italian is not the same as Spanish. Okay. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all Latin. I was trying to come up with, a, with something right. that wasn't quite as obvious as Notre Dame. But, you know, here we are. Um, so, um, do you guys want to take anything with you as you head back? Um, the bronze pieces. Can we actually look at the mech again and see if there are any, like, like valuable bits, like maybe whatever was powering it? Um, so whatever was powering it was destroyed when uh, you blew it up. <laughs> maybe there's That's something my friend. that Belle would want for her workshop. But you do uh -huh. find, oh, that was the wrong dice. I was like, why did that both come up with 40? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you can give us that if you want, though. Um, so you find 41 gold pieces worth of rubies. Um, cool. That were like in the eyes. Cool. Should I just mark that in my inventory as gold pieces then? Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, and then anything else? You guys want to go see my castle really quick? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get, sorry, I'm sorry. Did you guys get any of the brass from the mech or not? Oh, I yeah. did grab that, gra that brass piece the that has piece. Okay. the... Right. Um, you guys go check out Elsa's ice castle. It's very nice. <laughs> it's decorated wonderfully. Marshmallow's there, and there are about 7,000 little frozen... Like, oh, yeah. Guys. Um, Is this the balcony where Olaf said that you like changed her whole dress and did your hair all fancy at the drop of a hat? Because that sounds really exciting. <laughs> you remember my story. Where, where has Olaf been? What's up? Where's Olaf been? Um, <laughs> scared you of forgot the about him, too. I think he got lost in this. In this he was scared of the saber-toothed tiger. It's definitely, it's definitely not that the DM forgot that he was there. <laughs> definitely not what it is. Or maybe he just kept on going to the castle, like not even caring or knowing, because he's not very scared. He's not a scared person. Yeah. Um, not, not bright, but not scared. Um, so you guys head back to Arendelle, um, and then you get there. Um, and the Duke of Wesselton is uh, standing there with some of his guards, and he's openly having a fight with Anna and Kristoff. And Arendelle is, you basically see it split in half. Um, like, half of Arendelle is siding with Anna, the other half is siding with Wesselton. And you can hear Wesselton saying, like, Nostra Signora is a very powerful trading partner, and they're allies of ours, through and through. They're definitely our friends. If we, if we can come together, we can trade with them, and we can absolutely make so, so many better things. And honestly, they're going, no, I, that guy was so creepy. Why would you want to trade with that guy? 
Um, and they're kind of arguing back and forth about um, this kind of thing with people kind of still kind of deciding what it is they want. They want. I step in and I say, hey, I just stop, 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 stop. We have just come oh, down from back. the North Mountain. As you can see, the weather is now changing. Um, it's quite delightful. And here, my fire is. will describe everything that happened. Please, Olaf. <laughs> Olaf describes in immaculate detail everything that happened <laughs> up until he gets to the storm and got lost. Uh, he doesn't know what happened. After. <laughs> and that is where we found a mechanized beast that had this plate on it. Mechanized beast? What are you talking? And you, you slam it down. Um, I assume you slam down the nostrils, ignore a side up. I, I do. Uh, that is a shield. See? And he picks it up. And oh, how, how embarrassing for you. Oh. Embarrassing for me, you brought a shield down from the mountain from a good friend that knows for Senora. Please, please, we don't want to hear any more of your lies. We know that ever since I, you know, politely, if you recall, said no to joining with the group from Nosa Signora. This is all them trying to get back at that. And as I see, you're trying to destroy our kingdom as well. Um, um Go ahead and go ahead and roll persuasion with advantage. Twenty one and nineteen. So twenty one. Um, you can see all the people of Arendelle kind of look down. They see this stamp on there. They can see like the brass is still steaming, um, kind of from the heat and all that kind of stuff. And they all, all the ones on the Duke of Wesselton side, all kind of look at each other and they start kind of very slowly sidling away more towards on a side um and like within about two minutes he's still arguing all this stuff everybody has moved away from him and he's standing there and he's like these two well you can't leave them in charge they're dangerous they caused the winter now they caused the second winter you Guards, can't... please escort this gentleman back to his boat i assume you came here on ah, you can't force you can't force me to do any and he turns around to see there's nobody behind him like even a couple of his archers have gone over to the arendelle side and are like tearing off the wesselton insignias on their uniforms and stuff and he, he goes all right all right it's fine 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 don't touch me you ruined my hair i mean i don't wear a hair you ruined my uniform last time um he takes a few guards left and kind of goes back to his ship. Um, I caught it. It was great to meet you. Wesselton <laughs> will rise again. And he gets on his boat and spryly get yourself back to Weasel Town. Um, yeah. And uh, everybody cheers. Yay! Hooray for Queen Elsa. Hooray for Queen Anna. And everybody cheers. And they're so excited that they can put their Witcher clothes back in the attic for another couple months. Because um, it's really annoying to try to get them out in the middle of summer. Amen. Rapunzel immediately takes off her shoes and runs around. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you guys have saved Arendelle from a second freeze. Yeah. Woo! Um, so yeah, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up there.
Uh, normally, I like to give out magic items at the end of the adventure, um, but I will do that at the beginning of our next one. Um, because I didn't make them yet. So uh, we'll have those for the group uh, next time. And uh, we will likely be headed to Thebes on the next one for the Tournament of Champions. Yeah, buddy. And we're leveling up. <laughs> um, Alright, so we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.